Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case Watch. Confirming the body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Hey, Charity, what's up? Hey, Mark. We're what's not up this, with you? We're not in the same room. What's going on? I know it's kind of weird. I can see you though. Yeah, we're uh, 
We are virtually recording because Mark has COVID again. Yay! Not yay. There we go. Get the little <laughs> meow kitty right in there. So, guys, if we sound a little little different, we've done a couple of these before, not many. We prefer to be in person. So, if we sound a little off, that's why. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But guess what it is? What is it? It is episode 100. I know, and we can't even be together to celebrate. We'll have to We'll have to celebrate somehow, some way. It's funny because the way I did episodes, we're actually on like 140, really. Right. But so what I did is when we had two parters, they were just one episode. Part one, part two. So like episode 80, part one, part two. We've had a lot of two parters. But Yes, we have. That was a choice I made when we first started doing this. I never thought we would even get to where we are now. So it wasn't even a thought in my head to pay better attention to how we numbered crap. I know. I was just looking back um, since it is our 100th episode, technically speaking, I guess. um, And I was looking back at all that. We've covered a lot of stuff, a lot of interesting cases. We've talked about a lot of interesting things. We could actually... (laughs) shared. Roll back the curtain here a minute, and I was halfway through a triple D once before Charity stopped me and said, I think I did that one like six months ago. <laughs> yeah, because remember when you got in that like triple D phase, you're like, oh, these, these are so fun. Yes, you started yes. looking a bunch of them up. I should get yeah. back into that phase again because triple Ds are fun. Oh, my God. They bring me so much joy, and they never get old. I, ha- I have some in my pocket. Bag. Huh? Everybody loves a douchebag. Oh, Absolutely. Like 100%. Today is no choice. We're going to talk about a complete family of douchebags. Now, here's my thing. So Charity sent me a message last week and said, watch the Murdaugh family murder docuseries on Netflix. And I did. And the first thing I gathered was, is it Murdaugh or Murdoch? And it doesn't matter because it's like, You'll listen to the doc, and it's said differently seven different ways. Like, Mr. Murdoch, Murdoch, Alec, Alex. Like, I don't know what's going on in the South, but it's nothing we have up here. So I personally think that the way they say it in the South is the way they want it, say, want it to be said, which like, almost like sounds like there's a K on the end of it. Um, because, I don't know, in that docuseries, I feel like all the people that knew the family pronounced it that way. But, I, you know, who knows? So let's lay out the prime suspects of this whole family. And they're not suspects because some of these are victims and whatnot, but they're all people we don't like. That's for sure. For the most part. Yes. I actually made Kristen watch this. And she got fired up. You said she fired up was not the word. Uh, She Mm -hmm. was livid. Whereas she actually almost came and sat in today, but she's also down with, with the one nine. So I was going to ask her, but then I didn't want to make her feel obligated if she wasn't feeling well. You, I don't mind making feel obligated, Mark. She, <laughs> and, and it stinks because, well, I don't mind at all. I love doing this. Um, it stinks because she was all fired up and she had notes. She had all kinds of stuff. And she's like, mm-hmm. we watched it twice together. Yeah. And I watched it once myself. I mean, when you have COVID and you can't sleep and you're up all night, it's fairly easy. So I just repeatedly just watched that crap from start to finish. And then I started going down the rabbit hole of uh, YouTube and then Murdoch podcasts and listening Mm -hmm. and researching. All right. So let's start out with 
the the patriarch of this direct family, which is Alex Murda. Alec, Alex, I don't know. It's spelled A-L-E-X. Um, I, I think, think it's it was Alexander, right? Yeah. Alexander Murdoch or Mur- Murdoch, whatever, however you want to say it. And then his wife, Maggie. They have mm-hmm. an older son named Buster. They have a younger son named Paul. Um, and they had a beloved housekeeper, he, housekeeper named Gloria Statterfield. Oh, my God. I know. That's where Kristen she sounded... lost her mind. Oh, well, she lost it? Oh, yeah. I could totally see her face. When she was like, are you effing kidding me? So mm-hmm. basically, let's uh, let's discuss this. I actually asked on the Case Watch Crime Creep group, and I said, hey, people, we're going to discuss this. And if I was any bit of a person that was any bit prepared, I would have had it pulled up on my phone already. But now I'm like desperately <laughs> trying to type it in as fast as we can. So we had. Oh, you're not going to press pause? No, no. I, am I, guys, there's got to be mess ups in here. There's got to be a bunch of stuff. I have 0.0 <laughs> interest in like actually making my brain function today. So let's go through. And I just basically wrote sound off. We will be discussing this case soon and want to hear all your theories, thoughts, and whatever else you have to say all about these douchebag cases. And I put S yep. on the end because it's not just a case. It's case nope. is. Um, it's, it's crazy. Amy Knox says, this one, this is one crazy family full of deceit and cover-up. That is all I have to say. Casey Peel says, I honestly think the whole family is corrupt. I think it's a possibility that Alex isn't the one who actually pulled the trigger. Is he guilty? Absolutely. I think he organized and planned it all, and he was definitely present when the murders happened. However, with that being said, he's a coward, too. He couldn't even go through with his own planned suicide. I think Alex just had so many cards against him, the family decided he would be the perfect scapegoat to pin everything on. The murders, financial crimes, everything. And then she went on to say, P.S., I've been waiting on this episode, and I'm so excited. Well, hopefully it's okay for you. Um, Joe Allen wrote, I'm not sure if he himself committed the murders, but I think he definitely had something to do with them with all of the deceit and everything with him having money. I wouldn't doubt it. If he paid someone to murder at least a couple of the people I'm most troubled at what happened to the deaf gentleman who was on permanent life support after the tragic accident and his ventilator was mysteriously unplugged. I think that was purposely done to get more money to take from that poor family. Um, so I did not gather much information about the financial crimes just because we have enough to go on with all of this other stuff. But, yeah, there's a whole Correct. world of hurt coming his way on that mm-hmm. stuff as well. Well, I said that the, I was watching. So I, not to interrupt you, Mark, but oh, I, no, go ahead. I've been I've been binge watching YouTube the trial and right up until right, like literally just, just shut it off before we came on to record. Cause I cannot believe we will get into the trial a little bit because he, when he gets on stand, but I can't believe all the things that they have, you know? Oh yeah. I 100% get it. This whole thing, this is prime example of what we started this podcast for. This guy is a douchebag. He's not the only one, though. There's a lot of douchebag awards to be given out in this family. 
Um, Tara Compton went on to say, highly recommend watching the documentary on Netflix, The Murdaugh Murders. We did, and it's great, and I agree. Mm-hmm. She also went on to say, I believe he is guilty. I also think the case against his son would shine light on his financial crimes and may have had something to do with motive. She mm-hmm. might be on to something there. I think she is. He took out an insurance policy on his property a month before Gloria died, and it sounded like she had multiple wounds that didn't line up with a fall. Yet no proper autopsy was done. It sounds like they will be exhuming her body with the permission of her family to do an investigation. I'm glad her boys were awarded a settlement after Alex stole $4.5 million from what should have gone to her family. I also believe that multiple members of the Murdoch family had something to do with Stephen Smith's death. His body had Mm -hmm. wounds not related to a car hitting him. I hope they find answers and guilty parties still with us to pay the price. So much tragic loss and senseless death. All of these people should still be here on earth. Mallory, Stephen, Paul, and Maggie. If any justice or peace could be had... Bear with me a second. I clicked the back button by mistake. So <laughs> that's just what happens when you're sick. If any justice can be had, I think it may come in the form of knowing that Alec can no longer do this to anyone else. I agree. Uh, and Gioni, maybe? There's a rumor that the guns are buried with Alex's dad, so they need, they need to exhume his casket as well. Hmm. That's an interesting theory. Yeah. Um, let's see. Selena Mason said, the real question is why his name spelled Alex, but is pronounced Alec. <laughs> Wait, and the person after commented and said, that's the best question I've heard yet or something, didn't they? I know. Oh, <laughs> I hate right. it. It's so aggravating. It is because he, because he's not, it's, it's, he's not Alec. We know who the Alec is that we talk about. He's Alex. Yeah, there's only one douchebag, Alec. <laughs> right, uh, he, they can't be doing them. Shannon McComber said, I listened to a podcast two years ago about this case and when they arrested him, and it was all over the news. I was like, it's about time. That family has gotten away with too much. It's about time they finally get what's coming to them. Vicki Smith says, crooked as crooked can be, thinking money buys you and anything you want, thinking you, because you're wealthy you have the clout you can do and say and get away with anything. Throw the book at him. He's guilty as can be. He killed his wife and son. All right. So let me start this off by saying that I think every single person in the Murdoch family is a douchebag. Alex, Maggie, yep. Buster, <clears throat> and Paul, they're all douchebags. Every single one of them. The, the mother knowingly knew her sons were douchebags and tried to cover for them repeatedly. Do they deserve to yes. die? No. No. They deserve equal punishment given out by the law. That's what we this want is as a like, society. This is like something in the movies to me, okay? So, first of all, did you hear the Reba, the Reba um, Nights Went Out in Georgia connection? No. <laughs> So you know the song "Lights Went Out in Georgia." Yeah, and she's like, "Don't trust yourselves and hope backwards, Southern lawyer." So the, there's people keep posting things, and it's like Reba knew, Reba knew back then. Reba, but did um, know. it's true. It's true, right? It like in the docu series when they they go down the, the 
they had the family tree and it was like generation after generation after generation. And when you have that much wealth and that much quote unquote power, unfortunately, I mean, they had cops on the payroll. They had, I mean, there's no other way that you play with that for so long. It was a good old boys club. And those boys were raised that there's no consequence for anything that you do. And that's I, sad. I get it. I get it. And Alec was raised the same way. Guaranteed. Yep, he was. Um, mm-hmm. Here, for, so I watched the documentary. It started out with, so, so people that haven't watched it, I suggest you pause this episode and go watch yes. it. It is three, maybe 40-something minute long segments. Well done. Perfectly executed um, documentary. Like, it was very, it wasn't one way or the other. It was very matter-of-fact, which is very nice to see because you don't always get that these days. It starts off with hearing, Mallory, Mallory, where are you? And I was like, who the Mm. F is Mallory? Because I've only seen the little bits that came on Court TV until I started really looking into this. There Mm -hmm. was... Plenty of other podcasts that were doing the Murdoch trials and Murdoch or however you want to say it, trials and all of that stuff. Um, why have us waste our breath on it while it was going on? It, was, it wasn't needed. Our opinion wasn't needed. Now it is. It, the, the, he's been found guilty. Now Correct. is where we come in and we say, this is what we think. So mm-hmm. basically, Paul decided that they were going to go to a a boil of what, what was it? A, a shrimp boil, boil. A Shri- like a boil. shrimp boil. Yeah. This stuff is for crawfish something. I don't know. Cause we're all from new England and we don't do that. Like I guess they have lobster parties and stuff up here. Oh yeah. I don't like seafood. So I'm, I'm out. So they took his boat. Um, he was drunk. He was a, he was a, how do you put it? Nasty drunk. He's a douchebag that we grew up with. That would basically, we all had one of these in our school who, if his family wasn't rich, he'd be the biggest freaking nerd in the world. He's a loser. Right. You can tell he was. He was always, I have money, so I'm I'm a Murdoch, so I can do what I want. He had that look. He had that arrogance. He was the youngest. He was basically... Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Read to in race to be, I'm the best. Right. And he's not. He's a loser. He should have never well, been operating that boat that night. He should not. And And... The kids never should have gotten on that boat with him either, but they were all drunk. They were all drunk as a skunk. Uh, none of them were, were in any position to drive any vehicle. They were all completely hammered, and it was a horrible, horrible thing. Um, now, I did watch the his aunt, Paul's aunt, Maggie's sister, was on um, when she got on the stand, and she was very upset, of course, with how Paul was treated in the media because she obviously saw a different side of him. And she yep. said that he was, I do want to say that she said he was a very sweet boy. He would call her almost every day. He would bring her wood if she needed wood. He would ask if she needed any help and he would do anything for his family to help his family. Now, as you'll remember, the friends said he was two completely different people. When he was drunk, remember they gave him another name? Yes, I don't remember what it is. They called me neither. They called him a different name when he was drunk. And his girlfriend, that poor thing, um, that's when he would become abusive to her. But the reason she said she stayed with him is because when it was good, he was the sweetest, nicest, kindest human being. And when he was hammered, he was a different person and became abusive and angry and all those things. Now, I'm not making excuses for him. I will say in his case, my feelings are that he, like to your point, he was bred this way. He was raised this way. He was shown these things. His parents let them drink at a very, 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 very young age and cleaned up any mess they made. Again, I'm not making excuses, but he was a kid at the time. Let's also remember that every one of these kids on that boat were also drinking. Exactly. That was my point. So who knows if anybody got behind that wheel something just as bad could have possibly happened. You don't know. So none of them, the, the moral of this story is do not get behind it. Any, don't get in any vehicle if you've been drinking, okay? But then there was the cover-up after, and that was the part that was, so they tried to pin it on the other friend immediately. Oh, yeah, 100%. Instead, and, instead of putting the, they should have put all their manpower that they had into finding Mallory. And that that pissed me off because it was like, nope, we got to protect our son. He wasn't driving. Why was he driving? He wouldn't be driving. So they said it, it was very quickly in the documentary that they were possibly hoping that the body was never found because then it could never mm-hmm. be actually, quote unquote, considered a 100 percent death because the person well, her could poor just be mother, missing. Right. Her poor mother and father. I don't know. Her mother. um, her mother said she it was either her mother or one of the friend's mothers. I forget now. She had an Apple Watch on. Yes. They're like, the why didn't that. she ping her Apple Watch 
immediately because if if they got there as to it happened just then she might not have been deep enough and they they might have been able to find her location so from what i've gathered from reading autopsy stuff i think she was unfortunately dead almost when she hit the water she hit her head they said she, that that pretty much took her yeah i think she probably by looking at the crash of the boat she probably hit the boat or hit where so, hit the bridge with her head the bridge abutment actually I kind of feel like I remember say, she hit her head. And they they said she could have succumbed to the head injuries, but they said, and then she, did she drown? Did they find water in her lungs or they didn't? That, I don't remember. That I'm not 100% positive on. I can't re- speak to re- that either way. Regardless, it's it's absolutely horrifically sad and it was handled horribly by the authorities. No one even called her parents. So her name is Mallory Beach. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she she was the only victim of that boat crash to end up losing her life. Luckily, because that boat, that crash could have been a lot worse. Now, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, you know, I got to make sure I state this because I do this all the time. It's easy for us to Monday morning quarterback what's going on. But let's all remember that we've all been in these exact same situations. Mm -hmm. It won't happen to us. It won't happen to Mm -hmm. me. You know, we'll just drive. We'll get there. I have gotten into cars with somebody who was drunk numerous times that I yep, probably shouldn't too. have gotten into. Yep. And but I was drunk too. Yep. I wasn't. Makes that, me makes me know better. <laughs> yeah, it's just we all think like, oh, this person, you know, they're telling me they're fine, they're fine. I knew the second I saw that video of him coming out of the bar and coming back down the dock when he puts yeah. that hand out and points. I have enough mm-hmm. alcoholic friends where I've seen that before. Almost that same yeah, they, exact thing. They said he would do weird things with his hands when he was drunk, too. His friends. In my eyes, I'm sorry if this upsets anybody, he'll always be a douchebag. That yeah, kid... I, a, I have a hard... I, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but... Nope, sorry. Go, it's it's hard recording like this, guys, because we have a little bit of a loop. So if you, if we talk over each other a little more than normal, we don't mean, we're not meaning to. What? what? Let's talk to each other right now. <laughs> no, but um, honestly... They say when you're drunk, your inhibitions are down, and that's when your true Mm -hmm. self starts to come out. So when this guy would get drunk, he would get abusive. He would beat his girlfriend. He would treat her like crap. The stuff he would say to her, like I remember he looked at her and said something to the effect of, do you know what's sad is that your dad doesn't make enough to take care of your family? Yeah. Yeah. I would have drowned that kid. I really would have. I have a little bit of a hard time with completely calling him a full-on douchebag he acted absolutely like a douchebag especially when drinking but in my eyes because of the circumstances of how he was he was groomed by his parents and his family i think that he was just a kid and nobody was stopping him it was his parents job to rein him in and say guess what you're out of control and nobody did that so i feel like in his case I feel like he, he's not, I don't think he's as much of a douchebag as you think only because he was a kid still. He still had a lot of learning to grow. And unfortunately, that that should have been the wake-up call, that accident. Oh, 100%. To me, anyways. And it wasn't. He used that as a great opportunity to continue to still harass the people that were on that boat to get them to change their stories. Let's not yep. forget that part. I nope, have, I agree. I, I have zero problems calling this kid a douchebag. 
In no, my eyes, he's a douchebag. He was bred and born to be a douchebag. This entire family, mm-hmm. douchebag after douchebag after douchebag. One after another. This is a family. Now, let's remember, this family was solicitors, which in our neck of the woods would be district attorneys. Um, right. So these were the people that we trusted to uphold the law and to give mm-hmm. us justice for crimes that happen in our jurisdiction. But they can show up at a crime scene and instantly start trying to maneuver facts and change things yeah. around to make people not look uh, guilty. I have problems with that because they have zero problems making an innocent person guilty. What are they doing yep. for money and for other stuff in other cases that have happened previous? I'm not saying that they oh, did, I, but something oh, has I'm happened. Sure. They have zero problems throwing away their integrity for their grandson, who's a total douchebag, who just... Let's let's remember, he just killed somebody. Yeah, he did. A beautiful young girl's life is now over. Yep. That relationship that they had that was new, that kid was devastated. Oh Stayed my God, there for I felt week. so, that video of him screaming at Paul saying, are you, are you laughing, dude? You could have just killed my girlfriend. He wouldn't, he stayed there, they said for like 48 hours, his parents like brought him blankets and stuff because he wouldn't leave. That poor kid was so distraught. It was I so it. sad. I really do. I, I get, get it, it too. Um, so her, her mom knew she had an iWatch on. But if you watch yes. one of the other moms say, I have phone numbers for her parents, but I don't want to be the one to call. But none of the police called them. And then the cop said, why don't we just wait a while to see what we find? Oh, my God, I know. And that's all recorded. So let's now instantly, now this boat crash has happened an hour or so previous. Say they had called the mom, and then the mom says, she has an Apple Watch. We can search mm-hmm. it and find out where she is. And yep. they're pretty accurate. They could have found her. I'm yep. not saying she would be alive. I'm not saying right. any of that because that's all speculation. They could have found her if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. 100%. It's on. And shame on the police officers for not jumping up and saying, let's get these people's parents here immediately. Yep. Now, when... Mallory's mom gets there and wants to go down and look at the boat. She's told oh, no. What's hot. Yeah, but who isn't told no, Mark? The grandfather gets to drive down there, and then his family removes the boat from the water and removes it from the area, people. Yep, takes evidence from the scene. Yep. Huh. I don't, I don't remember that's the, how chain of custody works in cases where of death. Nope. And Odd. her parents had to sit and watch that. Think about it. She, the poor mother, she was like, that's, that was my baby they were looking for, and they would not allow me, but they just come right down like they own the place and just pull right down the, the road, grab the boat. I, I can't imagine the anguish. Ugh. It's horrible, the whole situation. I know we've been talking about the boat crash for a while, but that kind of really sets up to the how these people really are. Well, I think the boat crash had a very large is to me one of the biggest key play players, shall we say, in why um, Paul and Maggie were murdered. All right, so now right. let's go ahead and put another log onto this fire here. Now I'm going to preface this by saying this is speculation. This is not fact. This is opinion based. This is an opinion podcast. Charity and I oh, yeah. are allowed our own opinions. Opinions. From this Love point that. forward, there is zero slander. There's ver- zero any negativity meant. All this is is a statement of opinions. 
It's okay to disagree with each other. Steven Smith was a, a young high school student who was found dead in the mm. middle of a road, abandoned on the side of the road. So sad. Now, from when this first got brought in on the docuseries, I was like, what's this about? What I'm confused. Me too. And I didn't, it really didn't make sense because we flashed back a couple of years. And I was like, huh. My inner child went, meow. Something's up here. And I didn't know what it was. So basically, from what I've gathered, this is not fact, but it, it it's it's the talk of the town in this area that maybe Steven and Buster may have been very close friends that people didn't, weren't aware of. Yes. Um, connect the dots, people. Like I, I don't know how else to say that they may have been um, paddle partners, or however else you might want to say. And there's nothing wrong with that. At Romantically all. involved, possibly. Because think of if that if Buster had come out and said that he think of what that family would have done to him. Oh yeah. Oh my God. So he was found laying pretty much on the yellow line of a country back road by a passerby. To me probably pretty lucky that he was saw because if a truck had come creening down that road, he probably would have been hit. And yep. in my head, it almost makes me feel like that's what whoever laid him there was kind of hoping would happen, mm-hmm. but it didn't. Now they've actually, I've read and it was in the doc that it, it's come to light that Steven had actually called Buster and Buster had shown up to help him because he was out of gas or the car died and then it just kind of mysteriously stalls there. And nothing happens from that case from that point forward. Nothing. Interesting. It, well, hopefully now they're looking into it. I heard they are. I heard they may be examining bodies. You be, well, yeah, because his injuries didn't. His injuries did not come across as a as being hit by a car. Oh, one hundred percent. So hot. How do you just ignore that as as police officers? How do you just ignore that? That that to me is deplorable. I'm sorry. Well, it's pretty simple because when your family solicitors, they That's are true. the highest law enforcement of that land. Now, true. if people want to say that they wouldn't do stuff like that, all right, well, they lied about Mallory Beach already. And yep. let's not forget that D-Bag Paul flipped his pickup truck over on the way home. Oh my when god. His girlfriend was in the passenger seat after he made her get out because she was driving because he yep. could drive. And then she called 911 and he hung the phone up and he called yep. his grandfather who showed up and flipped out at her because she could have got their grandbaby in trouble. Yep. I have an issue with that. That instantly says Papa. Yeah, Papa. Right? What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh he Papa. has Papa has zero issues with bending the truth. So how many other people has he done it for? I'm not saying and, he and, has. And, and his girlfriend said that that there was not even a question. Like they weren't even asked if they were okay. They no, were like, th- "We got to get this truck out of here." They showed up, took the guns out, cleaned up the beer cans, and towed the car yep. out of there. Yep. Odd. Mm-hmm. So they were pretty aware that this kid had a drinking problem already. Oh, well, it sounded like the whole family did. It showed videos of them all drinking and like this kid was funneling beers in front of his dad. Yep. Like, all right, so let's jump into to good old Alec. Alec Murdoch. We'll say it like the people mm. that know him say it. So he gets introduced into the story as being somebody who is maybe a little shystery, maybe is hiding a little more behind the scenes with money wise that meets the eye, which. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I mean, doesn't really surprise me. He, he's a, you know, personal injury lawyer. He he does these yep. kind of cases. They don't have the exact, you know, we watch TV. We laugh because we live in the Boston market. So if you guys are in the Boston market, like we have these group of lawyers that constantly post on TV. You have all these guys that have these best of the cheesiest commercials. Like, I don't care. Like, we'll give them some free advertisement. Jeffrey Glassman. And then 777-7777. The only number you need when you hurt yourself. And, like, come on. Like, personal injury lawyers are, like, they, they're ambulance chasers for the most part. They, they, yep. they're not, they don't rank very highly on my list of people that I really give two diddly squats about. So, like, my opinion of Alec is already pretty pretty piss poor. Um, so, basically, one of his first things that kind of hit that threw me for a loop once we, we moved past the Paul and the Buster and the Mallory and the Steven and stuff is their beloved housekeeper, Gloria Statterfield. Oh, my God. So, he mysteriously took out a big insurance policy on this property, which didn't have 
an insurance policy on it. And then mysteriously, she quote unquote tripped over his dogs and mm-hmm. died and by died. falling down steps. And died. Mm-hmm. Kristen about launched her phone through the TV. She was screaming, yep. yelling. She's like, are you kidding me? And I yep. was like, is that your dogs I'm hearing? <laughs> say hi, can poochies. I can hear them having fun. Everybody say hi They're to Charity's peeps. dogs. <laughs> is it the one who wears the suit or is it the other? Uh, it's both of them. I almost brought the little one down here with me so he wouldn't bark, but whatever. He got tell him he got his case watch debut. Now Sophie doesn't have I'll, anything up on him. I'll get him I'll make him a little shirt. Case watch. As seen on as heard on Case Watch. Yeah. So here's a lady that is self-described. I feel like she was the mother figure to these two children, especially to Paul. Especially Paul. Um, kind of, I, I didn't take Maggie as an overly affectionate, loving, caring mother to the children. Uh, I don't, I don't see. It's weird, right? At least because not Paul. Paul's, Paul's girlfriend said that, right? Said like that she wasn't really in that, you know, she wasn't really like that like, lovey-dovey type or whatever. But she was but to her, Buster. Huh? She was to Buster. She was to Buster, and if you listen to her sister talk, her sister said that those two boys were her world. Yeah, yeah. So, who who knows? I mean, everyone words. has a different, you know, a, a different look. Her at. Mercedes was probably her world. Her her give me expensive stuff. Her uh, her Chanel purse and her this and that were her world. She loved what she had and the very physical nature of, I believe, their lifestyle. Well, they all became 100% accustomed to their living situation. Oh, 100% I would too. Like This poor woman after basically raising Paul and loving the family as her own to, for this to be her demise is uh, her poor boys. Whenever I see them being interviewed for almost two decades, took care of that family, took care of those kids. Um, Good old Alec, the stand-up guy that he is, said, don't worry. I'm going to sue myself. You're, you kids deserve money. Um, I'll cover it free. It's pro bono. Come to yep. find out it was pro bozo because this guy completely scammed them out of millions of dollars. He sure did. And they didn't even know the case was settled. Odd. Yeah, he kept saying to them, don't worry, I'm working on it, I'm working on it. You'll get your money soon, don't worry, I got you back, we loved your mother. See, I wonder if what happened with Alec was kind of, I don't know how to say it, almost like reverse uh, pyramid scheme. I almost feel like he... He took a little money from somebody at first because, oh, like, oh, I'll have this coming mm. in next week. Let me rob Peter to pay Paul and I'll do this. And, oh, uh, we're just I have this case that's going to settle in a month, but we're going to we're going to Greece or let me just borrow this and then pay that back. And then it just turned into borrowing from borrowing from borrowing to now yep. you are millions of dollars in the hole and didn't know how to get out. That's I agree. I think. I think that it, it it really started spiraling down after the boat accident um, because he he had Alec had a sick 
drug problem. He he became an addict um, and needed his his drugs, which cost a lot of money. And you're right. I think he started out small and he just like, oh, nobody noticed. You know, I'm just going to give it back. And then right before you know it, now you're millions and millions of dollars and you screw your own company. Yeah. <laughs> which he is got fired horrific. from his own family's lawyer. He sure firm. did. Now, yep. that's when it really, really went downhill, I think. Let's now kind of key into something that you said that we hadn't mentioned. Come to find out, Alec was a drug addict. Yes, he was. Loved his pills. Mm-hmm. Um, pills make people do really stupid, stupid things that make sense when these schemes work up in your head. Yep. But they're and not. And he actually. Go ahead. Sorry. They actually, um, he actually. We'll get into when the the initial when the police came when the after the murders and he lied to everybody for like however many months about not being at the kennels. He blames that on the drugs. He says, "Oh, it was because I was I was withdrawing from the drugs, so I I, I had paranoia. That's why. That's the only reason I told that lie." Yeah. Well, he did go on later in court to say that he told that lie because even though he didn't commit the murders, they put him down there in a time period that made it, that it could fit, that he had no choice but to lie. But you know what happens because he actually said it. You know what happens when you lie, it snowballs and it turns into a bigger lie. And then you got to keep telling that lie. Otherwise you are not saying what you used to say. So flash forward to the night that this happened. Um, Paul's phone, they ended up finding a video of him talking to the dogs and, you can hear his his mom Maggie in the background and douchebag of a dad Alec in the background talking, which instantly put him in those kennels. Yes, it did. Oh, sure did. He said he was at his parents' house taking care of his mom. Yep. Who his mom's caretaker ended up saying that he was there for maybe ten to fifteen minutes, and maybe yeah. Then Alec came on and said. To her, no, 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 no. I was there for at least 45. Wink, wink. Yeah, don't you remember? No. no. And she didn't. She stuck to her guns and said, no, this she did. This is what happened. So basically, from what I've gathered, Paul was shot in the head with a shotgun. Um, and then Maggie was shot with, I believe it was an AK-47 uh, style rifle. I'm not going to get into assault this or that style it, it it was a, a two two three style rifle. Um, odd that he chose or whoever did two different style rifles. Which no, is, he he's been convicted. You can say him. Yeah, but I still I still walk the tightrope because this is a family that litigate for a living. Um, he That's has true. been convicted of it. I'm just putting out what we have seen and heard. Um, Come to find out that family had owned both of those style guns. But guess what was never found? Because Alex's parents were seen, or dad was seen removing guns, or it wasn't his dad, somebody from the law firm. The his family, brother. Brother. There it, we go. it was his brother, yeah. I think so, if I remember Firearms correctly. from the house before the investigators got there. Yes. I don't think that's what you're supposed to do when you're you're convicted or accused or even had a family member who had a gunshot wound, you don't say, ooh, let me take those exact guns out of the house and hide them. Right. Never to be found again, by the way, either. So they are left dead. He calls and gives what I 
can only gather as the world's worst Oscar worthy of, you know, call to the authorities and basically, oh, my family, they've been shot. I love them so much. They're the best. I I don't know what I'm going to do with my, and he breaks out the, my sweet mags, my mags, you know, that I love and my papa, who I love so much, my little papa, my, you know, Paul, I love him. This guy didn't talk about them that way. It's weird how he does that in court after the fact to describe this. Yes. I don't like this guy, if you guys can't tell. At least now he looks like, you know, what he is. He's got a shaved head. He looks psychotic because it's what he is. I think deep down inside, that's what he's become. But do you think he do you think he truly believes that he was not responsible for their deaths? I believe. Do you think he's convinced himself that like see, I I would have felt better about the situation it not better that people are dead but if he had said if he had used the fact that he was on drugs at least that would be admit that he did it but say that was the reason you know what i'm saying He'd still get convicted of course but I, I i just if he truly truly pulled those triggers and he is in in court lying to family members i just that really 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 makes me angry really 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 all right, well, let's discuss something that we haven't yet. Alec Murdoch is a huge narcissist. Let's not yep. forget that. What a narcissist behavior consists of. They're never at fault. And when they're at fault, they're only at fault because of something you did. That's true. So they can build that know one. in their head that basically says, yeah, but I wouldn't have done this unless this happened. So it was their fault. They should know my triggers, like blah, blah, blah. If he had ever come out, so in his head, he probably built this in his in himself already, where he didn't care. He's yep. a loser, Charity. Let's not forget, he is a loser. He's a douchebag. Mm -hmm. He, oh, I mean, that's 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 an understatement. To see how he treated the family of Mallory Beach, I know, my gosh, is horrible. And then yep. he goes into the room and tries to become quote unquote their attorney for all the victims. And then one of the girls actually looks and says, ma'am, whatever you do, yes. keep him out of my room. Yes. But he's supposedly this great lawyer. They knew. They knew the fix was on. He told the cops that, oh, it was this person driving who was the innocent kid who had the this gash to his head where he actually bounced off the, the front of the controls. They said there's no way he could have been driving with the with the injuries that he had. He was not in the driver's seat because his body would have gone a different direction. 100%. The two people that were the luckiest were the two in the front. One of them yes. got their, one of their fingers crushed. The other one was thrown directly out. She had her legs up. The one good thing that they did have working for them was they were drunk. So when you're drunk, you yeah. don't. You don't tense up you don't do this it just happens so quick they all survived it, it's just i know we're flashing back to that but that shows you the kind of person that alec murdoch is and in yeah, my eyes does. he's a loser i honestly yeah, i hope, definitely agree with that i hope they hold tribal court and this just gets taken care of the correct way that's just my personal opinion people have been saying that he's gonna have to watch himself and jail because of the crimes that were committed so we haven't even gotten into the fact that this guy had been ripping off people for years 
Oh my God, for years. What do you have the total number that I they don't, estimate? I don't even think they can come up with a full total because everyone can. that I, everyone that I read, and it's always in quotes underneath that we know of to to date. So what I think happened, and I think this was a basically. When this boat crash happened, I think this is like the the precipitous to everything that happens from there on out. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, because he knows at this point now there will be a civil lawsuit at some point. There'll be a civil lawsuit, and now this is a situation that there were too many witnesses that that are speaking their minds that he can't cover it up. He was going to get discovered sooner than he ended up doing. Come to find out. His firm had already been suspecting this this entire mm-hmm. time, and they were already ready oh to let, let him go at this point. They had one of the lawyers at the law firm um, on the stand who was what he's like. We we were family, like we considered the law firm a family, and he he was driven to tears talking about how he felt when he found out that he had stolen from them like that. It was really sad. So look at all these people you're hurting along the way. It's not just you know. Your it didn't matter direct to him, family. It didn't matter to him because whatever he was doing, he's a narcissist. Remember, whatever he has going on or he is doing is way more important than whatever else you're doing. Yeah, so I think I you're think, right. I think the yo-yo had been let go the night that accident happened. And basically, it was a downward spiral all the way to the yo-yo hit the bottom of the rope. And basically, that's the point when... Maggie and Paul were killed, and now everything that sense we're coming back up, and it's all a lie. Look at that! I just used yo-yo, and that you, I was going to bring that up. That was awesome. But it's true; it really it's is. True. This case, wait, in his mind, the sad part is in his mind. He thought this made sense, and he thought it would work. He thought, of course, he he's Alec Murdoch. He thought it, the clout that his family had. Why question us? We're telling you what it is. We're my family was the solicitors. This is what happened. There's nobody more lawy than us. So in his eyes, they were it, and he could fool or convince anybody. That's the he sick, thought he was invincible. That's the sick truth behind how this dude actually lived. It's pathetic. Yep. What do you have to add in on this? Because I know you've done a bunch of little stuff. Like I've put my. I've little... done a bunch of stuff. I I, I just can't stop watching. I just, I don't, I do find it very interesting that, you know, a lot of uh, crime keeps think that maybe he wasn't actually the person to pull the trigger. All right. And uh, I, I want to know what you think. I think it's a possibility. Okay. Do I think he was there? Absolutely. Or do I think he maybe closed his eyes if he wasn't the one who did it? But he was, I, I do think he was responsible for their deaths. I do. And the only reason I could see him possibly not being the one to actually pull the trigger is because he's a coward. All right. So how do we know he's a coward? Because he couldn't even kill himself. He hired oh, I somebody about this. to attempt to kill him. Let's not forget that. Now, he could find somebody that he could pay and they would shoot him. That yep. already shows you how his mind works. Why didn't he just kill himself himself? He's a coward. I honestly, in my heart of hearts, I don't think he actually pulled the trigger. I think he was behind it. I think he set it up. I think he provided the guns. I think he provided Mm -hmm. the perfect, quote unquote, in his eyes, place to have it happen, the alibi. I'm not here. I'm up over there. And I think things may have went a little sideways. 
Well, I personally think that he did not try to commit suicide. I think he tried to make it look like the quote unquote evil person that killed his beloved wife, Maggie and Paul was now after him and was, he is now so afraid for his life that he, who's going to be next? Who's going to be next? Is it going to be, is it going to be his, his older son? Everyone needs to really, really put their nose to the ground and find out who this is because look, I just got shot. So flash cuts of the scene where this guy got shot on the side of the road, the 911 call. The first thing I said was is that MF is going to try to say this is what happened. Mm-hmm. I thought the yep. same exact thing as you. Um, mm-hmm. And then it shows like, good old Buster chip off the old douchebag block shows up in court. <laughs> I love my dad and this and that. And then it goes back and shows footage of him in jail, talking to his dad and the phone calls and, Let's not forget that this dude took off and went to a casino trying to burn all this money to walk. Yes. Let's not forget about so, that. I'm glad you brought up the, the the talking in jail because, oh, went down that rabbit hole too, guys. Some of the conversations, oh, I heard they're doing some Netflix story on us. I love how the ends on that, on the Netflix thing. Yeah. What did they, I know, what are they saying about us? What's, what's being, say, being said? And I just, oh, God. It, you Very can't Joe Exotic-esque. Oh, Netflix is going to do a documentary on our family. I hope it's going to be good. Yep. I love yep. it. These people are idiots. At the end of the day, it was just feeding his ego. True. And people say, well, they know everything they're saying is being recorded. Well, when people are on um, reality TV, they also know that everything is also being recorded. But what happens when there's a camera in your face 24 hours a day, seven days a week? You kind of forget it's there. Like, yeah, and you end up exactly acting like yourself. And then I think he just ended up getting comfortable and then saying more than he probably should have on these tapes. I highly suggest people go yep. and listen to some of this audio because it is gold. I don't think this is going to be the only time we talk about this. Um, there's still nope. more to come because they haven't even done any of the civil stuff in this case. Nope. The, um, so the lawyer for Ma- Mallory's family was on the stand and um, he was telling a story about how he was at a big like lawyer convention that happened every year and it's just basically a bunch of lawyers there and Alec was there and he walked right up to him and he's like, dude, what, do you, what are you doing? Thought we were friends because huh. of the civil suit. Loser. And he basically said, we are friends. I'm doing my job. Yeah, he, he kind His of forgets needs, that. And he's, you know, he said what everyone who says with these things, he's like, no, ma- no, no amount of money is going to bring their baby back, but they deserve something for the, the pain they have. They are going to be going through for the rest of their life. And yeah, it, I was just, I was floored by, by him. That was a really good one. Um, and then they had, you know, the officers that were on the, that arrived there first and the um, prosecution was great. Um, when they, when he got on the stand, which, by the way, guys, is unheard of for the person who is being, you know, is the one person that they think did this to get he, on the stand. He had to. Get Very on unheard stand. of. He had to. Oh, well, OJ wanted to and they wouldn't allow OJ on, which OJ, is a good thing. So here's the thing. OJ to Alec Murdoch. OJ had plausible deniability. 
Alec right. no longer did because they had a videotape that directly contradicted yep. the fact that he was not there. He had what to about set the, the record straight that, oh, I was there and this was why. He didn't have what a about choice. The, what about the clothes? That changed in, in that between? Snapchat, Snapchat video. The ones that he wasn't they in? They had then. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, and so the, the prosecution kept saying whenever when he was on the stand, um, he would say, so... So in your new story, in your new in your new story, in your new tell recounts. us tell us your new. I love yeah, that. Oh my god! Over and over, every single time he asked the question, he'd say, "So in the new narrative that you're telling now, you you were you did do this and you did do that and you know, and then like there were certain parts of his story that he knew details that you wouldn't believe, and we always say, Mark, if there's too much information coming out your mouth." That kind of means a lot of times you're making stuff up. So um, he was he added all this, and th but then like if they if he asked a direct question, Alec would say, "Oh, I, I don't, I, I don't quite remember that." <laughs> He's like, right. "But you can remember this." It's just it's I couldn't I can't believe it. Like I said, this is going to be an amazing movie someday. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. This right here yep. is our generation's newest OJ. This is Absolutely. a case that will live on in infamy. And I don't think it's over. I honestly don't think that we found all the bodies buried with this family. Oh, God. Do you think that it, now, if if you do think he wasn't the one, or and possibly wasn't the one who pulled the trigger, do you think that anyone will ever come forward? No. Why would they? I don't know. Or not not the person who did it, but like somebody who knows something. At, like try to use blackmail or something, or to try to come forward, or well, see, the if, truth always comes out eventually. That's eventually, what I'm trying to get at. If, oh, it will probably eventually when it's no longer revel relevant and doesn't matter. But the guy already found a quote unquote friend that was going to come and shoot him, right? Who had zero problems firing a gun at somebody and ending their lives. Uh, what's not to say that that same person may have not been involved in a previous spot? You know, the best yep. part about being lawyers is that you put yourself around a pool of people who maybe aren't always the best of people and they're not always the most upright standing citizens. So you kind of have a built-in pool of people to help you with doing this stuff. But I don't even think we found all the bodies with this family, period. And I, I mean bodies is more of a figurative than literal statement because I think they've been doing dirty S for years. Yeah, I I do. It, watching the trial does humanize people. Um, like I said, I, Maggie's sister was so eloquent the way she spoke, and that was her sister. Like, yeah. we have to remember, right? That was her sister that she loved. It was just she and her sister. There were no other siblings, and she and her sister were very, very, very close. And she she was part of the damning evidence against him because um, Maggie had, had called her or texted her and said that Alec had asked her to come to come to the house to, to and said it was because he was going to go visit his father and his father had been very sick. Yep. And so she, she stuck, she broke down crying because she said, I encouraged her to go because he needed her. And so she, she felt like now looking back that if she had never encouraged her to go, maybe she wouldn't have gone, but you, you know, you can't, you can't look back in hindsight like that, but yeah, it does. In, in hearing her talk about Paul, her nephew, that humanized him for me a little bit too. You know, 
I but have a, it's just senseless. Uh, All of it is disgusting. It's senseless. You're right. I think things are going to start popping up now that this trial is over. I think things are going to be found. I think I'm hoping that they're looking into different, different other deaths and cover-ups and. Oh yeah, 100. I don't think this is the end. No, definitely not. Have you ever seen the movie The Skulls? No. So The Skulls is a movie. Um, probably early '90s, uh, starred a young Paul Walker and a young Joshua Jackson, fresh off really? of Dawson's Creek era. So basically, um, Paul's character is basically like Paul Murdoch, young, really has rich family. Uh, the Skulls is a secret society in college. Um, he's a part of it, and oh. It's very good. Joshua Jackson's on the outside looking in and ends up being a, a good athlete or something, and they want him in, and they try to pull him into the skulls, except Joshua's character does not really have the pedigree that all these other people do. And then oh. later on in the story, basically something happens and somebody dies, and uh, Paul Walker's character and his dad, who is basically Alex Murdoch, Try to pin it on Joshua Jackson. Oh. Who doesn't have money versus family that does. And then the whole thing unwinds. It, it's a definitely a good movie that people oh, should I'm... probably check out. It's called The Skulls. Yeah. Um, so when I sit and call this family douchebags, they all are. Alex, Maggie, Buster, Paul, all of them are douchebags. Um, did Maggie and Paul deserve to die? Absolutely no. not. No. You can still be a poor Mallory. Absolutely didn't deserve to die either. Whole life ahead of her. Oh yeah, no. I I I was just more talking about the 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 Murdaws in general. Mallory is a is a saint in my eyes. Um, Yep. Soul is gone way before it should have been. Um, But in my eyes, well, even Paul, I cannot like this entire family and still feel bad. People died in it. I can separate. Of course. Um, Do I think Paul? probably would have turned into a little redheaded jerk that we would have hated for the rest of our life that was above the law? Absolutely. And mm-hmm. I can say a little redheaded jerk because I have a little redhead and I I'm a, I have the redhead <laughs> card because Aubrey's a is a bright redheaded kid. I used to tell her she used to have no soul and I still to this day I always like Aubrey. That's how, not How is nice. it to have no soul? And she's like, you're not nice, Dad. Um, I think he probably would have been turned out to be a uh, an unproductive member of society that was a douchebag his entire life and I don't think anything would have changed that um did he need to die no no Maggie shouldn't have died um well even his friend his friend um Mallory's boyfriend there um he said that he was you know, he stopped being friends with him. He had to pull himself away because he he decided for him that partying needed to stop after this horrible crash. And he just couldn't. It was there was too much. And they had been friends their whole life. Think about that, right? Yeah. One of your friends that you ride or die and you think that they are going to be your best friends forever and ever and ever. Even he said that it hurt him. It hurt his heart that he died because he he shouldn't have died. Nobody, nobody deserves to die like that. Nobody should have died. But I also don't hold Paul above Gloria. I also don't think Gloria should have died. No. She didn't live the no, way No, Gloria lived. should not have died at all. Mallory Beach should not have died. 
but nope. yet she did, and it was okay in their eyes. And it's they, Gloria and Mallory were okay to cover up because they're not our blood. That's yep. where I have an issue right. with stuff. That's where it, it just makes me angry. And me too. Unfortunately, it's more common than we think. This is one rich Southern family. There are millions of these families. Do you know I have another theory? Oh, quickly, give it to me. Sorry. So, Gloria. So, there was rumors that there was trouble in the, the marriage with Mags, yep. Maggie, and Alex. My Ale- Mags. Okay. My Mags. I, I love Mags. Oh, her Mag. Yeah. I think, I think things were coming to a head, and, and Maggie was sick of his crap. I agree. And, was, and knew he was on drugs, knew, knew he was stealing money. You know, her, her, her son was going to be going to trial at some point. And I think she knew or maybe knew some information about Gloria's accident. And I think maybe she got in his head and was like, listen, I don't feel right about this. This, I'm, I, I, I feel like we have to say something. You know, maybe she found out he stole the money from the boys. I think she was in. Maybe on that. she was. You do. Oh yeah. I don't know. I I just feel because then there was the other woman that helped with the house. The one she and her husband stayed at the house after the deaths, and she was really close to the family. And she even knew like what Maggie would wear to bed. And she she again was really cl- close with Maggie and had wonderful things to say about Maggie. So I don't know. I think you're right. I think Maggie got caught up in all the money and stuff. And but, I'm not saying that I live on top of, you know, high high atop, you know, Glass Mountain, and I'm inevitable and it will never happen to me. This was a family that was accustomed to things happening. Right. Little Paul, but no I, matter wh- whatever he did in his life, was shown, that's okay. We can figure it out. Right. There was no, never I totally agree with you. The only thing that I'm going to say is that Maggie was raised completely different. Yes. She she was not born into the Murdoch family. She was like the others groomed. Yeah. And then in turn, her children were. It sucks. It's a horrible thing. It does. Do you know what does not suck? That what? we have successfully just completed our 100th episode. <gasps> Yay! Do you know what we get for that? Meow. We got a meow. Oh, meow. I'll even give us a... We deserve that as well. I love it. It stinks that our 100th episode was spent on Zoom doing it this way, but we don't really have a choice. I don't want to give Charity the 1-9, and I've changed it now to the 1-9 because the vid has got old. This is round three for me, um, and it really stinks. It's the 1-9. Yeah, are you down with the 1-9? I'm down with the 1-9 right now. I can tell you that. The second I get off of here, I'm going to be making a beeline to a different room if you get my drift. Oh, okay. COVID. <laughs> we should probably let Mark go, guys. COVID has not done well on my system. That is for sure. Aww. We, Kristen and I had to go somewhere. Luckily, we weren't around anybody, but we had to go somewhere um, Saturday, uh, Friday. We both tested, tested negative, and I looked at her and I said, there ain't no way I'm negative. Like, I, <laughs> there's something something wrong here. And she's like, really? And I'm like, either that or, like, 
I'm getting ready to have a heart attack and die, which is also a possibility. Yeah, horrible. Charity, how long have you known me? I've talked this way the entire time you've known me. And then she I don't looks have to at like me it. and says, you're not dying and you're fine. And then oh my God. I couldn't sleep. I, I didn't sleep the entire Friday. And then she comes out and I couldn't even get out of my chair. If I laid down, it would make me uh, stuffed up and I would throw up. So I've been sitting in my, my Joey oh. and Chandler chair for four or five days at this point now, sleeping in that. And then she come out Saturday morning and said, I think we need to test because I feel like I'm sick now. And I went, oh, boy. Aha. So it's not just me. <laughs> oh, so boy. We're down with a one nine. I'm sorry for everybody oh, else that's boy. also down with a one nine. But just remember, Case Watch is here for you. We just did a show with COVID and we made it go perfectly. We'll that's celebrate right. later in the summer our big hundredth blowout when it's on like 140 or something. Yeah, we'll have to do something. Can't do it without each and every one of you listeners. And I want to hear your other theories on the Murdoch family. Definitely. Murdoch, Murdoch, Alec, Alex. It doesn't matter. They're all the same. They're all douchebags. We'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at when you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. <sighs> visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? 
We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to trylifemd.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.